Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 133 of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. Letitia Styles is a lifestyle influencer, speaker, and marketing consultant, helping clients grow their online business. She is also the founder of Creating Coins, which provides courses and trainings in digital marketing. She helps her clients design the life of their dreams through entrepreneurship, allowing them to set their own hours serve perfect fit clients, as well as save, spend, and make as much money as they desire. Her work has been featured in notable publications, including Forbes, Fast Company, Business Insider, and now the Enterprise Now podcast. All right, let's dig in. All right, Letitia, can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. (laughs) Nice. First of all, let me just say thank you for taking the time out to be with us. Even though it's cold here in cold, cold, cold Wisconsin, (laughs) you didn't even rub it in too bad how warm it is down there in Memphis. So I really appreciate that. (laughs) No problem. The second thing I'd like to do is to ask you to tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, feel free to go all the way back to where it all started. Or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. Sure. So my story essentially starts, I will say, after I graduated from college the second time. I have a Spanish degree. I also have a finance degree. And I happened to get that finance degree and graduate right around the time that the Great Recession was hitting. And that means that there weren't very many employers looking for a recent graduate with a finance degree. Um, And it took me about 11 months to find a full-time job. And in the meantime, I was kind of the typical millennial, as the news likes to talk about us. And I was living at home with my parents. And I remember I was walking in the hallway on the way to the kitchen, and I overheard my mom on the phone with a relative. And she said, yeah, you know, I don't know what Tisha's doing with her life. She's got two degrees, but she's not using either one of them. And that moment it sort of crushed me, but it also inspired me. And it gave me a reason to prove myself to say, yeah, I actually do have something to offer. That was the very moment that I started my very first blog. I started a personal finance blog. That's what led me into the whole online space. I grew that blog, even after I got a full-time job, grew that blog into a decent sized income. 
And then I felt the itch and the yearning of entrepreneurship. I had always wanted to work for myself, but you know, I felt like I needed to take care of my obligations and my responsibilities and do the smart thing and do what everyone says you're supposed to do. So fast forward a little bit, a couple years in, I was starting to pay off all my credit card debt. My finances were starting to look a lot better after the Great Recession kind of knocked them down and dragged them out in a knockdown drag out fight. And I started wanting to work for myself. So I saved up about six months worth of expenses and I quit my full-time job. And I was convinced that if I just had the opportunity to work full-time on my blog, on that side hustle, that I can make it a full-time income. Unfortunately, a few months into that, the savings were gone. The income wasn't what it needed to be. And I had to go back to the corporate world. This time around, I wasn't as excited as I was that first time when I finally got a job out of college. You know, I cried those first couple of days on my way to that new job. And I felt like a failure. I felt like I couldn't make it work. And then after those first three days, when I was kind of all cried out and I was like, I'm either going to give up and yes, it will be a failure or I'm going to keep going and I'm not going to allow this to stop me. So I decided to take my own skills, skills that I had learned over those couple years of growing a personal finance blog, of creating content and social media and all that I knew in the world of digital marketing. And I offered it to a client. Um, that very first client led me to start my own uh, digital marketing consulting services. And I started working with clients. Then I started coaching and teaching and training and creating courses to help small business owners with digital marketing. I was able to leave that second full-time job after a couple of months. And I've been self-employed for about three plus years now and have created a business that generates a full-time income for myself. And I'm able to help women who essentially want to do the same thing that I've done to create their own version of a lavish life. And that's exactly what I've been able to do for myself. Fantastic. I have about 100 questions, but <laughs> I'm going to take a step back and learn a little bit more about you. What's your favorite thing to do? Oh, that used to be an easy question because my favorite thing to do was read. But now I have so many other things that I love to do. But I would say the number one thing that I really enjoy doing is teaching. I really enjoy teaching. I really enjoy training. I really enjoy taking the knowledge that I've learned out of my head and translating it and giving it to someone else. So that's probably the number one thing. I think when I was in third grade, my wish was to be a teacher and I've done that, but just not in the traditional sense. So yeah, I'd say that's my favorite thing. That is the most fantastic way to say work that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you kind of buttered it all up and you wrapped it up in a tiny pretty bow. <laughs> but, you know, typically that's what entrepreneurs say. So that's not a strange answer at all. I've never heard anybody speak it so eloquently. So <laughs> you already kind of mentioned that you have a set of skills and things that you are good at. What would you identify as your superpower? My superpower is breaking things down in an easy to understand way. I am really good with strategy and figuring out that end goal, figuring out the steps to get there and really breaking it down piece by piece and step by step. It took me a while to figure out that superpower for myself. And yeah, I definitely would say that that's my number one superpower. Got it. Now, 
to hit on a couple of things that you mentioned in your answer. I heard you say that you felt the itch for entrepreneurship had that what I call moment of movement where you said, okay, I'm going to do something different than what I've been doing. You get out there and you don't make it. You have to get a job and I'm doing air quotes again. <laughs> and you cry the first three days, but you figure that out a way to get out of that situation and onto success. What I want to know is, Speak a little bit about the difference between an employer and an employee, because what I heard in your answer is you figured out that difference. An employer knows how to get clients, knows how to get business, and that's the difference. Speak to that a little bit. Yeah, sure. And I guess that was something that I learned and discovered when I was trying to make the first business work, the blogging business work. There are a lot of people who do full-time blogs and they make it work for themselves but it wasn't the right fit for me. And what I realized that if I wanted to transition from employee and from someone who just has a side hustle to employer, someone who can have contractors and actually create income for themselves and for others, I had to figure out essentially how to do business development, right? So how to actually get clients. I had to figure out how to keep those clients happy um, and how to maintain those clients and how to continue growing my business. And that transition for me, it was a mindset shift where I decided I was going to make it work no matter what. And that's when I stepped into the role of a quote unquote employer. I stepped into the role of me assuming the throne and saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is going to happen no matter what, uh, no matter what I've got to do in order to make it, I'm going to do it. I burnt all the bridges and you know, it's just me, the CEO, and I've got to make it happen. Got it. So obviously there are a lot of challenges that come along with that. How do you overcome challenges? I want to say I like challenges, but I want to say like also no one really likes challenges. <laughs> I see challenges as opportunities. I always say that entrepreneurship for me is my choice of personal development. It's my chosen field to become a better person. Some people choose the path of fitness and building the best body they can. And that's their way of developing themselves as a person. It's entrepreneurship for me. And when I see a challenge or when I face something that I feel like could potentially cause me to stumble or struggle, basically what I do is I go back to my why and say, you know, why am I even doing this? Why do I have a passion for this? Who am I here to serve? What's my purpose? And then I recenter. And when I can recenter, sometimes I'll look at something and it's not a challenge anymore because I either don't need to worry about it so I can just kind of step around it. Or I can face it with the confidence of this is what I'm meant to do. And so the challenge is going to be overcome. Let's take a quick break from this awesome conversation for a quick message from our sponsor. Seems everyone is podcasting these days. But if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. eNow Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise-now.biz slash production. 
Now, this is one of my favorite questions of all time, and it's my favorite because of the variety of answers that I get. If you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be, and what would you say to them? If I could meet anyone in the world, this is hard because I had somebody and then someone else just popped up in my mind. Honestly, for me, it would likely be Beyonce. The reason that I say that is because she has been through so much. So this is me on the outside looking in, right? So she's been through a lot as far as from a kid knowing what she wanted to do and then having to face those obstacles growing up, growing a multi-million dollar brand, still being confident in who she is and, you know, kind of growing through the years. And also I know that she has said before that she's an introvert and I'm an introvert as well. So I would love to talk to her and ask her about how do you turn on that persona that you have? How do you make sure you have the right people around you? Like, how have you essentially built this empire? That's, I would love to have a conversation with her about that. It just from her own words about her journey. Got it. I've often wondered how people that are that successful are able to be so irrational. And what I mean by that is, in my mind, being rational is irrational. It's like, what are the odds of a little girl from Houston, Texas, becoming who she is today? Yep. You think about that and you're like, not that great. <laughs> the odds are not that great. So there's some level of irrationality that you have to have in order to think that you, of all people that are in the world, can achieve that level of success. So, yeah, that would be an interesting conversation for sure. Yeah. And I feel like, especially as entrepreneurs, like we definitely are irrational. We're a little bit crazy. And just the idea of going against the grain when everyone else is saying, hey, go to college, get a job, get a safe job, work there for years or transfer or whatever, like keep that safety net versus an entrepreneur who is essentially attempting to build something on their own. And at the beginning, it's usually by yourself. So I definitely feel like entrepreneurs are a little bit crazy, but they say that the crazy ones make history. So that's the idea there. <laughs> there you go. So we've learned a lot about you, your strengths, some of the things that you like to do, your superpower. So Letitia, what do you do? So I am a transformational coach. Now I've used several titles in the past. I've said I'm a business coach or I'm a marketing strategist or you know I'm a success coach, but really when it comes down to it, what I do is help emerging entrepreneurs. Uh, typically, they have a goal to reach other people with their message, right? They have a, a message to share. So maybe they're a speaker or an author or a thought leader. I help them to speak that message very clearly to find those clients that they want to work with online and to create repeatable systems so that they can bring those clients into them. So I guess what would you say your typical client is? What does that person look like? So typically I work with women and for the most part, they coaches themselves, right? So I'm really great at the marketing side and really helping you to get out of your own way and figure out how to speak your message, how to specifically say who you're going after, why they should work with you and what you're offering. And so my typical clients might be someone like a sales coach or a life coach someone who is helping others with mindset. Those are the types of clients that I work with. Gotcha. Now, I just know this because I watched a couple of your videos, but you talked a little bit about affiliate marketing as you kind of grew into the path where you currently are. Do you still do any affiliate marketing or is that something that's kind of in the past? 
No, absolutely. So I've got several income streams. I have affiliate marketing as one income stream, which is a nice passive income stream. Then I've got the courses, I've got the coaching, and I've got kind of different income streams. But yeah, absolutely offer affiliate marketing as one of those. And typically it's some of the marketing platforms and software that I use that I recommend to my clients. It's not a significant part of my income, but it's mainly just if it's something I use and they have an affiliate program, then when I'm recommending it to my clients, I give them my affiliate link and let them know that it's an affiliate link. Got it. When we first started talking, you you talked a little bit about your educational background, your degree in Spanish and finance, and how the moment when you heard your mom say she didn't quite know what you were going to do. But really what I'm getting, the sense that I get is you are using those things. And those are kind of pieces in the puzzle that you've been able to use and build on to become successful. So what would be some other keys to success? I would say that some of the main keys to success is to kind of start where you are with what you have. And so kind of going back on that example of me still using my finance degree and still using what I learned even in my first degree, in my Spanish degree, I took what I had at that moment, which was I knew that I knew finance. Next key to success for me was being willing to adapt. I started by sharing strict finance on my blog and talking about stock evaluation. And then I realized that the readers who were coming to my site really wanted to hear more about me and my story. So that's when I kind of turned it into a personal finance site. And so being willing to adapt from there, kind of moving into the next thing and understanding that just because you choose one thing, that doesn't have to be your forever thing. And to be a successful person, sometimes it's a matter of understanding where the trend is going and kind of keeping up with that for yourself and uh, being willing to move and adapt. Now, do you do much Spanish? Or are you fluent? I am fluent in Spanish. The, the majority of the time when I actually get to speak Spanish is when I travel to a Spanish speaking country. So most of my retreats are hosted in locations where the major language is Spanish. So the first retreat I did was in Puerto Rico. And then this upcoming retreat that I'm doing for my clients is going to be in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. And that's really me getting an opportunity to use that Spanish while I'm there. Gotcha. So your courses aren't in Spanish? Oh, no, my courses are not in Spanish. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Gotcha. So as we kind of wrap this wonderful conversation up, if you had to give the enterprisers, what I call my listeners, an actionable step to improve their businesses today, what would that be? Number one thing would be is to take action, but take action in the right direction. I always say that, you know, if you take two steps to the side and then one step forward, like you're really not that much further than where you were when you started. Instead, if you could take three full steps forward, you'd be a lot further along. And so that comes from actually getting help, asking for help. The way that I was actually able to make things work It wasn't just me relying on myself. It was me being willing to ask for help so I could take action in the right direction. And so I would say if I could leave you guys with just one thing, it's don't try to do it on your own. Be willing to ask for help, humble yourself, ask for help, get a mentor, coach, whoever you need to speak with so that you can take those steps in the right direction. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome advice. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and knowledge with the enterprisers. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It's been awesome. Cool. Cool. So if people want to learn even more about you, what you do and or reach out to you, how can they do that? 
So the best way to stay in touch with me is to go to my website, which is LaticiaStyles.com. It's L-A-T-I-S-H-A-S-T-Y-L-E-S.com. I've got so many resources there to help you if you're a business owner, to help you grow your business and to gain clients online. And then if you want a little bit more of the informal kind of behind the scenes, then I do most of that on Instagram. And you can follow me on Instagram at TV. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Enterprisers, if you got value from that awesome conversation, let the world know by subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget filled conversations with the most inspirational business owners. Reach out to me directly at eflinart at enterprise-now.biz with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Also, don't forget to check out the Enterprisers Elite Club for thought leaders that want to learn how to leverage podcasting to launch, grow, and maximize their business. Head on over to www.enterprise-now.biz slash enterprisers to learn more. Thanks again, folks. And we'll talk with you guys next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.